0: Welcome to my friends erotic stories podcast reddits best erotica where we listen to the best erotica from our friends online Relax as you spice up your day-to-day lives with a little bit of naughtiness Feast your eyes to the inspiration of this story. Gina Valentina Check her Instagram linked below Please enjoy a very hot episode of your friends erotic stories
1: The next story is posted by author, Valkadin from our slash erotica. The title of this post is, My First Day as Sex Slave. Sit back and enjoy the story. Everyone knew about the illegal sex slave markets, where elves were sold to humans as sex objects. When I was growing up in school I never thought I would be one of the slaves. I wasn't super privileged, but I was blessed with a sexy figure, chesty, plump ass, plenty of curves, long blonde hair and pretty pink lips that were irresistible to any elven male. I loved my body. Despite my looks, I was confident I'd escape the fate of elven girls sent to the trade markets. I wouldn't realize how foolish I was until my 21st birthday. I woke up to the blinding morning light that had started to flood its way into my room. Today was the big day I'd earn freedom from my family. It was an elven tradition for every child to live their life cut off from their parents' support. We were allowed visits and stuff but we couldn't get anything else. Essentially we were to live our lives on our own from here on out. I was excited ever since my big brother left the nest to become a warlock. He was one of the best in his magic class, so I knew he'd have no trouble. On the other hand, all I had was my looks. I had tried getting into several interests ever since I was given the three-year warning period. At first, it was magic. Every elf woman that got into magic was well protected from the dark fate of the slave markets. Unfortunately, I was an utter failure at magic. I tried plenty of times to solicit my brother's help but even that wasn't enough. My next attempt was the bow. If magic wasn't my thing I wanted to be an archer like my mother. I practiced for weeks just trying to get her approval. It was never enough, and I couldn't improve my shot. On top of my bad depth perception, I had really shaky hands. Who would've thought that would be a huge issue with archery? My third trick was medicine. My healing magic wasn't the worst and there was a growing need for elf healers. I studied for an entire year all the magical spells for surgical preparation and the elven anatomy. Beginners weren't allowed to perform surgery, but I still had to prepare it as a nurse. My life as a healer was going well, and I thought it would be my profession for life. That was until I botched a surgery prep and got a patient seriously infected. Normally that wouldn't get me in much trouble. Unluckily for me, the person who got infected was elven nobility, and they made a big deal of it. I lost my healer certification because of it and sent I was back to square one. I had a year left so I made one final desperate effort to study in the field of carpentry. Normally that wasn't a profession for women, but my father was a carpenter and offered to be my mentor. I was an utter screw up and my shaky hands were, even more than it was an issue for archery. With mere weeks left to find a new profession I hoped I could find it while I started my journey into the world alone. My big day was pretty standard for a 21st birthday celebration. Friends and family from all over the country came in to visit. Even Big Brother. Big Brother tried really hard to cheer me up when the topic of my healing certification came up. It really put me into a low mood. After the big dinner, I was given starting funds to make do on my own until I found my own profession. The next day I packed my things and purchased a small tree apartment not far from my parents. I would need their advice even though I wasn't allowed the support net. I wasn't afraid of failing, I just wanted to get more stable on my own two feet before I moved further away. With little to unpack, I went for a walk to take in the new neighborhood. As I was traversing the green fields of the community park, I took a surprise hit to my head from behind. I tried to fight the coming darkness, but I ultimately succumbed to the embrace of unconsciousness. I wasn't sure how long I was out for but when I woke it was the scariest surprise of my life. I panicked and squirmed as I awoke in unfamiliar scenery and more dangerously. I was bound. Panic started to ensue as I looked down at my lack of clothes. I was fully nude with ropes all around my body. Ropes were tied around my chest, holding my arms tightly together behind my back. I tried to flex my wrists, only to find they too were tightly secured by ropes. I noticed there were two more coils above and below my knees, tightly secured with knots I'd never be able to reach. Finally. There was a smaller coil wrapped around my ankles. I certainly couldn't stand like this let alone walk. I screamed for help over and over again as loudly as I could. There was no response and fear was taking its toll on my mind. Shortly later, a human male entered my small wooden room with a cloth in hand. He threatened me to stop screaming or else. He knelt in front of me and stuffed my mouth with a small cloth I hadn't seen then used the long cloth to tightly secure the smaller one in my mouth. I cussed the human for his savagery but it was nothing but muffled noises. Upon his departure, I tried to struggle free of my binds but it was no use. I wasn't strong, I didn't have an aptitude for magic, and I wasn't super smart. I was in big trouble with no help. Defeated by my inescapable predicament I resorted to crying away my time. It would be some time later before another man, accompanied by several older and gross-looking men in luxurious clothing, They all eyed me up and down, taking in my naked form like I was candy for them. These men were no doubt, my potential owners. For a while, they talked about inconsequential things, like my virginity, my reproductive status, age, and measurements. Most of that information was easily available to anyone interested. Thankfully, none of the disgusting older humans had decided I was worth the price. Then came a younger, maybe middle-aged, human male. He wore the same type of luxurious clothing signaling his economic worth. He asked the same questions as the elders before him and looked pleased to hear all my information. The man leaned down to me and asked how much I was. I glared furiously at him, only getting a sinister grin in return. For half a million gold coins, she's all yours, the creep usher spoke. Half a million huh? The man kneeling in front of me was scratching his prickly face. Human facial hair was gross to me. I could almost feel the bile of vomit rising in my throat from being so close to him. I won't have any haglin, she's a prime product. We were lucky to snatch her. Half a million or no deal. Very well. I'll meet your price but I want her in a specific attire upon delivery to my estate. A swimsuit. Sexy of course and a tight bra. Is that agreeable? The attire will cost another 10,000 but includes delivery and toys as well. Acceptable. Where do I sign? I screamed in frustration, thrashing side to side in defiance of being treated like an object. There was no way I was going to be his sex toy, let alone have these creeps deliver me in a swimsuit. The salesman laughed at my struggle while my owner just looked at me with a lustful grin. I was in big trouble if I couldn't escape. Both humans left my prison room. Locks were pushed into place and I heard the salesman speak to what I assume were guards. They were told that I was sold property and not to be shown to other buyers. I felt such shame being degraded to a sex toy in their eyes. How did I let my life come to this? I had fallen asleep at some point and I don't recall being woken. True to the salesman's word, I was now dressed in a revealing swimsuit. A tight white and blue padded push-up bra with a ribbon in the middle, perfectly displaying every inch of my cleavage. A rag of blue see-through silk was covering my hips with a blue thong beneath. My hair had been done up in a ponytail with what I assumed was another ribbon. Most of my hair had been pulled back reveal most of my face and my sharply pointed ears. The bindings of rope were similar to before with a line of rope twisted into a braid-like fashion between my breasts holding to the top coil of rope to the lower coil surrounding my chest. Every little movement caused the ropes to rub against my breasts providing me with brief and frustrating sexual pleasure. I looked up to inspect my surroundings only to realize that was in some wooden box. I could easily tell I was in transit. Every bit of this humiliating experience was turning out to be a nightmare that hadn't been fully realized yet. I would still have to suffer whatever tortuous disgrace that the human owner of mine had in store for me. Coming to a stop, I was unceremoniously thrown, while still in my box prison, onto the hard ground. They could at least pretend there was a person in this box they were throwing around. There were some mumblings I assumed were my captors talking to the owner's servants. They cracked upon the lid of my box and reached in lifting me up. The sunny light blinded me for a moment. When my vision settled into the new environment, I noticed I was at a beachside estate. I guess that explained my swimsuit. A large muscular servant swept me off my feet into his arms and carried me over to the beach. A chair with leather bindings was left out next to another chair. I was gently placed in the chair. The servant then started applying the cuffs around my ankles making the chair my new prison. I could feel a coil of rope being secured around my already tied wrists binding me to the chair. I guess, given my predicament, I could at least enjoy the sun. It wasn't too long later before my new owner joined me on the sandy beach. He plopped in the chair next to me, placing on some sunglasses, then removing his button-down beach top, revealing his toned athletic body. I was actually staring in disbelief at how gorgeous he was. He motioned some hand gesture to the servants and they removed the cloth rags from my mouth. I coughed and sputtered finally free of the disgusting wet taste. If you speak back, you will be gagged again. If you shout for help, you will be gagged again. If you misbehave you will be gagged again. Understand? My owner specified coldly. I sighed and nodded in defeat. Good, you will refer to me only as master. In time you may eventually be graced with my name. If you continue to behave well and learn your place quickly you will be granted minor freedoms. Such as wandering the house or roaming supervised on the estate properly. Got it slut. Slut? I have a name you know. His response was a quick snap to which the servant stuffed my mouth again, securing the cloth again. I just grumbled and screamed frustrated with my new situation. Slow learner huh? It makes little difference to me. I whined into my gag begging to have it taken off. Nothing but garbled sounds and mumbled came through. Master snapped his fingers again and the servant removed my gag. Speak slut. I'm not getting any say in this am I? Of course not. You're my property. The quicker you accept that the better life you'll have here. Fine, master, I spat sarcastically. Master snapped his fingers again and I was forcefully gagged again. He left me like that whining and swearing into the saliva-covered cloth he kept having shoved in my mouth. Master opened up a book one of the servants had fetched and read it for some time in silence. Even though I was being a pain for him, master sat in silence. Eventually, I too, feeling defeated began to sit in silence. I could at least appreciate a sunny day like this. I would have weighed too many tan lines with all the rope, but it wasn't like I could do something about that. I dozed off soaking in the rays for some time. It was actually kind of peaceful not having to worry about things. I still didn't like that I was being forced into this life. Master had snapped his fingers several times waking me. The servants had removed the ropes around my wrist, only the ones that held me to the chair. Then they removed the cuffs around my ankles and undid the ropes around my knees. I guess I was expected to walk. The servants helped me up and gestured quietly that I start walking. Master led the way back up a rocky staircase to one of the most extravagant homes I'd ever seen. The estate, as master called it, was enormous, two stories high, stretching over a wide distance of land. It had to be at least a sports field in width from one end to the other. Master snapped his fingers once and my servant escort removed my gag again. I'd really have to ask for something fresh. That rag was really getting disgusting. Welcome to your new home slut. The servants shall accompany you to your quarters and help you dress for the evening. You will continue to be restrained until I won't have to worry about your foolish attempts to escape. Understand slut. Or do you need another lesson in obedience? I understand master. May I make a request please? I asked sheepishly. I will hear your request. I won't promise to grant it. May I have a different gag? That rag is getting gross. Master laughed heavily at my request and nodded to the servant. Very well little slut, at least you're learning. Your escort, Garrett, shall find you a gag more to your liking. True to his word Garrett had taken me to a monstrous room. My room, if you'd call it that, was more like a small apartment in this giant house. There was a kitchen, resting room, bedroom, full bathroom with shower and bathtub separate, and a small library filled with elven literature. The walk-in closet was filled to the brim with half being elven casual attire and the other half being more fancy human clothing. I was in awe of the extravagance of this place. While left here alone, I would have some freedom to walk around and take care to do what I wished. However, the room was securely locked from any point I could dream of escaping. The one door that led to the rest of the house had a biometric scanner that only Garrett and Master could open. All windows were sealed with some kind of magic and everything that I would have that of using as a weapon was bolted to the ground. Garrett removed my binds and I was free to rub the impressions left on my skin. My fight was starting to evaporate already. Master clearly thought of everything before bringing me into his home. Pick a dress from the left side of the closet and shower. Make sure to clean thoroughly. You will then sit in the living room quietly in the dress of your choice. When master is ready for you, he will send me to fetch you. I do suggest you follow instructions Ms. Kalara. Garrett commented. So you do know my name, I shot back gloomily. MS, Lira Kalara, age 21, height, 5 feet, 4 inches, weight, 137 pounds. Daughter of One Selva and Nelmet Kalara, well-educated and lightly trained in archery, formerly a healer-certified elf, an incident with a nobility that was blown out of proportion. The way he shot off detail after detail of my life made it feel so insignificant. Wow. I. I didn't realize you. Master knew so much. Master has done ample research into your life Ms. Kalara after your purchase from the unscrupulous characters that had you forcefully taken from your home country. I didn't know what to say. I was dumbfounded by the level of interest Master had placed into me. But I guess being a half a million gold coin purchase, Master would want to know about the person he was purchasing. I wished he would have shown it earlier when he condescendingly spoke to me like an object. Thank you. Um, Garrett? I'm going to shower now. Enjoy your preparation Ms. Kalora. I look forward to seeing you soon. With that Garrett had vacated my room and ensured the locks were tightly in place. I had shed the tacky clothing I was delivered in and found the shower. It was a short wash, only doing what I needed and not dallying. Maybe if I did behave life wouldn't be so bad. I picked out a jade green strapless dress that hugged my figure perfectly. I guess he had bought everything he would have liked to see me in. There was a slit up the side of the Mackie skirt portion that revealed all of my creamy colored legs. I picked out a matching pair of three-inch heels and quietly browsed the library. He had stocked it to the brim with books he must have thought I'd enjoy. Master was truly thoughtful. I had been given strict orders from Garrett to sit in the living room when I finished, so I kept the library browsing brief. I found one of the leather seats comfortable enough and sat there doing nothing. It was hard just sitting in this room doing nothing. My nerves about this whole ordeal were far from settled in and being forced to sit in a chair for who knows how long wasn't helping. There was a knock at the door quite some time later. I could make out that it was Garrett's voice asking if he could enter. I don't know why he would need my permission but I suppose he was just being nice for now. He entered in his same ensemble, lightly bowing before me. He presented me with a ball in the middle of two leather straps. One of the straps had a buckle on the end and I quickly realized this was to be my new gag if I spoke back. As you requested, a new gag. It should be more comfortable for the time being Ms. Kalora. Thanks. I guess, I said, grabbing the ball from his hand. As should I put it in now? No. The master has given me permission to bring you out without it in. I'm merely allowing you to inspect it. Oh, I see. I handed him back the ball gag. He extended out his arm towards me. Shall we Ms. Calera? I nodded and linked my arm with his. I assumed that the beach was a taste of life being punished and this dinner would be a taste of life where I was well behaved. I was guided through the maze of a house and brought to an open dining area. Master was patiently seated at the table, staring at me as I entered. As I was brought over to the table I took my seat. Garrett stood behind me, obviously as a guard, even if they were giving me a taste of a better life. They weren't going to take risks with me. I tried to fake a smile to which master frowned. Don't do that slut, he commanded coldly. I was caught off guard and fidgeted. My fake smile evaporated just as quickly as I donned it. You're not to fake your expressions around me. You're not happy to be here so you won't smile. Understood. I thought I was to be well behaved for you master. You are. And perhaps someday you will be happy to serve at my pleasure. But that day is not today. No today you're spiteful for being forced into this life. And later I will take what I want from you. If you attempt to resist you will be punished. For now, however, eat." New servants emerged at the tail end of his command. Each servant had brought out a tray of food. Master was served with a well-done steak with sides of steamed asparagus. My dish was some kind of long but thin noodle covered in sauce and herbs. Another example of his thoughtfulness. He knew no elf ate meat so he had them prepare a dish without it. We ate mostly in silence. Master occasionally peeked small glances at my breasts, but other than that he was quite normal, I felt like I was on a date with a prince. I could really get used to this. I just wondered what he meant by, he'll take what he wants from me later. When dinner was finished the servants removed the plates and utensils, vanishing off to the kitchen. Master and I were now alone in the dining room, well alone except Garrett. He glared at me with hints of hungry lust in his eyes. I knew I was a sex object to him but I was still scared to find out how my body was to be used for his pleasure. Master waved to Garrett some gesture I didn't know yet. Garrett grabbed my arm, applying enough pressure that I could tell I was to stand. I did as the instructions were implied standing. Garrett then led me by the arm away from Master. I was brought into an open room. There was a bed, plush and opulent. A table island covered with devices and whips. I assumed this was where I was to be taken sexually, until I was more trusted. Open your mouth Ms. Kalara, Garrett instructed. I did as requested and Garrett had pushed my new ball gag into my mouth. The sound of metal being fiddled with was very noticeable as he secured the gag in place. After he was done we stood in silence. Master had entered moments later. You may leave us, Garrett, Master spoke. Of course Master. And with that exchange, I was now in a room alone with master, gagged in a pretty green dress. Remove the dress, master ordered. I wiggled out of my dress, letting it fall to the floor then stepping out of the puddle of fabric that was now discarded to the floor. My hands instinctively went to cover my chest. Even wearing a bra and panty set was still embarrassing to me. Lower your arms. I didn't give you permission to cover yourself slut, master barked. I rushed my arms to my side. Turn around. I want to see you. I spun around slowly lowering my gaze to the floor in a futile attempt to hide my blushed face. Lift your head slut. It was difficult but I complied. His hand ran through my golden blonde hair. A few strokes of my hair seemed to satisfy him as he withdrew his hand. Then master snatched both of my breasts in his hand, squeezing harshly and rubbing. I moaned in a mix of pleasure and pain as he did with me as he wished. What a good little slut you're being. Maybe you're not as slow of a learner as I thought. I could feel my body getting more flush at his words. His fingers had found their way to my breasts, where he began to pinch and twist. I moaned again in the same mix of feelings. I couldn't tell if Master was pleased with my reactions. He hadn't told me to stop, and I didn't think I could if he ordered me to. One of his hands left my breasts to start squeezing my ass. Occasionally he would switch cheeks with a quick but harsh spank before returning to gently caressing. Each spank subtly pushed me closer to him. I hadn't noticed until my nipples were being tickled by the cloth of his shirt. You're my property. I own everything about you. Your body, your orgasms, your children, everything. And I will do with you as I please. Understood slut. I mumbled into my gag. Yes master.